Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony's Take Podcast, episode 192. I am Sean, and joined with me from afar, we have Off-Road. I'm ready for Thanksgiving, Andy. I'm definitely ready. I'm still enjoying some Halloween. So uh, I've still got candy over there? I've still got some candy. I'm enjoying a, a pumpkin beer right now. Mm, you know, um, I still have a pumpkin beer uh, in that fridge, I believe. I should be uh, popping that open myself. Yeah, I think it's the Sam Adams one I'm drinking right now, and it's... Uh, not the best one, but it's still pretty good. So yeah, all the those ones I've had be pretty yeah. good in their own way. They hit the spot. Yeah, uh, yeah. So it's Christmas time is afar, but Thanksgiving is closer. Halloween is past. Um, get this: it. I already have uh, Christmas stuff up in my uh, condo here. Yeah, I I don't like the skipping of Thanksgiving, especially because it's like. It's really the fall stuff. There's not really that many Thanksgiving decorations, but it's more just, you know, the color scheme, the the leaves. And Christmas is so opposite of, I think, that color scheme. Yeah. That it makes me uncomfortable. I'm not ready for it. Well, this year especially, why not? Yeah. Get it out, then you don't have to, like, you put it out, and then, like, three hours later, it's like, okay, time to put it back. And now we get to stretch it out just a little bit more. Yeah. But... Because then you got to put the Christmas decorations back and get the Martin Luther King Day decorations out. Yeah, we put that so. stuff up early, <laughs> yeah. though. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so we do still have Thanksgiving uh, in front of us. That's a, a few weeks out still. Um, CDC issued some guidelines for uh, families and uh, people getting together for, you know, that traditional dinner. Or some people have lunch. I don't even know. Uh have you are you familiar with them, Andy? Um, the guidelines? Yes. No, I don't I don't know what they are. So uh they issued these, and I believe this is for the whole uh nation, obviously, not just specific areas, but uh they're uh they're saying, you know, no more than one household should be getting together, but if you must, no more than you know, two, three max. They're also recommending you eat outside whenever possible, but they're not stopping there. They're telling you to bring your own plate and cups. Oh, okay. Uh, (laughs) They're telling you not to go into the kitchen to do anything unless you're the one making it. And if you're the one making it, you should be living in that house. Uh, They're also saying keep your windows and doors open if you can't eat outside. And it's like, well, if you can't eat outside, it's probably because it's freezing. So who's going to leave their windows open? Yeah. Ridiculous. Um, yeah, I think some of those, like, they make they make sense. There's logical sense. But, like, what are you actually going to do? Like, the most logical sense is, yeah, just don't invite other people if you're going to be. You can't ask people to do that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like, that's never going to happen. I know. We they were going to go see my parents for it and they live you know nine hours away so on a regular time i did not want to drive and flying it just was expensive uh no one's flying not even planes so anything is expensive which is stupid and uh so i just called it off we're gonna go up there after christmas in fact All right. but yeah i just thought that was a little silly i mean yeah obviously it makes sense but i mean you really think anyone's gonna bring their own plate or cups somewhere no that's what i can't imagine that ever going through walking around in your nice china 
They didn't talk about other types of safety, like make sure you cook the turkey to at least 165 degrees internal temperature. Well, I think you need those. Those guidelines are issued by Guy Ferrari, not yeah. uh, not the CDC. Yeah, but people should pay attention. Yeah, good health tips. Don't sneeze all on around. people. All that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but uh, moving on because again, we got a few more weeks. I'm sure some more weird stuff will come out about Thanksgiving. And it's like actually, turkey isn't as good for your uh, lungs as a ham. And, uh, Never was. Yeah. <laughs> Just didn't know. Uh, especially when you soak it in a little bit of rum. Yeah. Uh, I'm just kidding. All right. Well, uh, Apple had another keynote event today. Uh, I did not watch any of it because it was about Mac. And uh, I'm, I mean, I have a MacBook Pro, and I believe it's from when uh, George W. Bush was in office. Yeah. So it's, it's quite old, but it still works. I mean, I really only use it for the podcast. But, uh, you know, people care. And uh, just the main thing to take away from it, new new computers, obviously, but no longer Intel inside. It's now all Mac. So they have their own chip, which they've never done in a computer. And uh, it's called yeah, it seems M- crazy. M1. So pretty fancy. And uh, in other Apple news, if you want to get an iPhone 12 Pro Max, you still can. So pre-orders went live Friday morning at 5 a.m. our time online, and those orders ship this coming Friday, delivery this coming Friday. Uh, Now, obviously, you can't get it delivered to your house this Friday, but if you wanted to go pick it up in stores, I've been looking. You can still schedule and pick up your iPhone at a Mac store on Friday. Typically, in years past, Andy, that's unheard of. It's like w- getting Coachella tickets to be able to pick up your iPhone on that very first Friday. I would not even bother doing that. What I would do, and it's kind of funny, it was a lot easier this way. You would just wait till Saturday, the, literally the day after, maybe Sunday if your week's busy. 8 a.m. is when they would update the inventory for all the stores, and then I would scoop up one the next day. You minimize your wait in line, all that kind of fun stuff. But if you want to go get an iPhone day one, you still can, which is kind of crazy. Yeah. I mean, I don't think you can do that with uh, the PlayStation. Probably not. I, I mean, that's so the Xbox came out today as a recording and the PlayStation comes out Thursday. And yeah, Big I was tossing. I saw some stories that uh, the stores were saying like, absolutely not. Like in years past, you could be like, the stores would usually get, you know, some that aren't that aren't pre-orders and mm-hmm. they're like, no, don't don't come here. Don't try to like wait in line at six in the morning. Like, no, like if we get any into the store, we're selling them online. So lame. Yeah. Well, Apple's been- system is pretty sophisticated. My window of pickup is one to one fifteen. I also don't believe they have any phones or toys out for anyone to muck around with. So it'll actually be very weird. I'm picking mine up, by the way, on Friday. I don't know if I said that or not. I I scheduled mine on Friday at 5 a.m. because I was worried. I'm going out of town on this weekend. So I'm picking it up on my way out of town. Uh, So I'll have a little uh, review about the phone and the experience of a most likely empty Mac store other than 
a few workers and a few other people maybe picking up phones and what have you it's like uh it's like the restaurants that have converted to takeout only yeah it's gonna be like that where it's like you walk in there's no one there and they're like who are you yeah just a bunch of like tables with other tables stacked on top of them and yeah. dust everywhere and it's weird because like i was gonna sit here but then you put this trap here and now i can't yeah yeah but uh exciting i suppose still okay moving on again uh i'm not sure if you're familiar with the movie called fantastic beast for some reason i think this is a sequel it's harry it's harry potter yeah the prequels to harry potter i believe it's like 40 years before mr potter yeah that might be right well, uh, Johnny Depp was uh, cast to be in it, but because of his whole thing, I guess he beat up his little girlfriend or his little wife, whatever. He's a little man. Uh, he got dropped from the movie. He had only filmed one short scene from what I've read. And uh, due to his contract, he still gets paid. You know, how yeah. much do you think he's getting paid for this movie, Andy, that he got dropped from, from after filming one scene? Oh, he might be getting $10 million a year or a picture. You're about spot on. It's a little over $10 million. Yeah. So, I can see uh, that being his fee. All in a day's work, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, it, there's a lot to this story. So he he already made the... So he, he was like the last scene of the first one. Like, oh, he's the real bad guy. One of those things. Uh-huh. Um, and then was in the, the second one. And now... They're making a third one. He's not going to be in it. I, I saw some rumor that Mads Mikkelsen might replace him. He's, I think they can look similar. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a good actor. Um, but the whole thing stems from this, yeah, this case where uh, his wife at the time claimed that he beat her. And he's also, he claimed the opposite. No, you beat me. <laughs> um, but he had, he had this libel case um, against a British tabloid saying... Like that's libel that you said I I did this and he he lost it so yeah and I saw that my question I guess is did he win the battle in the case against Amber Heard I I don't know what what's going on with that that was that was controversy they were saying that so the same company this is Warner Brothers that that makes these movies um, makes the DC movies and she is in Aquaman she is uh, your favorite actor Jason Momoa's like love interest in the, in that movie. Like, why Why would you ask Johnny Depp to resign and then keep her? Just drop both of them. Just say, we don't know who who's right anymore. So just we're going to drop both of you. Yeah, uh, that seems ridiculous. It's like, are they not going to work with Depp again? Is he not going to work with them again? I don't know. He's he's going to get opportunities. He's Johnny Depp. Like, oh, he's yeah. Get I don't think of- anyone gives a shit. I mean, like I said, he is probably five foot four she's probably five foot six both of them weigh 121 pounds soaking wet i don't think i think both of them probably beat each other up i I don't really know i just don't see him he's never really played a badass he's always a guy walking around with puppets on his hands and scarves and shit and if the court case didn't make him i mean he didn't get fired from this and the court case happened whenever that happened but a libel case he got fired it's like yeah, maybe I, I think I feel like they proved that he wasn't the asshole in the relationship. I could be wrong on that. I mean, I feel like that was a year or two ago now. That that's what I, I thought. Like, but I think 
because he didn't win this case that shows that it's not as clear cut as we thought. And that's also British court. Like that doesn't even make sense. The judge is probably still wearing one of those weird white wigs and oh, definitely faces painted white. Like it's really weird over there. Yeah, you had to pay a fine in pounds. Yeah, <laughs> who even knows? Coming with just a big bag of rocks, and it's like, well, these yeah. are my pebbles I'm paying with. Yeah. All I right. Well. We'll see how that goes. And I mean, he didn't exactly lose. He made $10 million still. So pretty good. All right. Moving on. We do have some sad news here. Uh, uh, Jeopardy host Alex Trebek has uh, passed away from pancreatic cancer at the age of nine. Was he 90 years old? He was 80. 80 years old. Yeah, he was not that old. He he could have still gone. I mean, he he has been still working for. He had been filming uh, episodes up until like two weeks ago. Yeah, so I know at one point uh, Ken Jennings was going to take uh, take over and you know guest host for a little bit, and I think that's kind of who they're thinking is going to take over. That he's you know the most familiar with that game, um, but yeah, this it's sad, but it wasn't surprising when the news came out. I think like a year ago when he, yeah. he had this really a horrible form of cancer that it's like you can fight as hard as you want. It's it's still very likely you're not going to be able to beat this. So, um, but he was able to keep doing what he wanted to do. So that's inspiring. That's great. Yep. And, and uh, I had heard on the news, he bought a large chunk of uh, public land in LA and donated it to the people and it's like trebek open space or something it's a hiking trail he did that in the 80s that's nice yeah pretty radical he's a canadian if you didn't know but obviously been working here for almost 40 years now right yeah i think he had i don't know when he started card. yet yeah he's he's called southern california his home for quite some time now yeah so sad that also also, I mean, last week we were just talking about Sean Connery and uh, those two are so uh, linked together, yeah. not because of real life, but because of fake Saturday Night Live life. But yeah. suck it, Trebek. It's still it's a little ironic. Yeah. Like uh, old couples, don't they fade yeah. quickly one after the other? Yeah. There was a romance there, I bet. A bromance, I suppose. Well, you will be missed. All right, Andy, you have something that you want to play a, a guessing game on uh, with Sean Baker. Uh, he, Sean Baker has a new project. So this is uh, a young director um, with a lot of promise here. His last movie was The Florida Project, which I watched somewhat recently and talked about it on here. This is the it was uh, made right outside of Disney World, like showing poor people living out of a motel, like five miles outside of Disney World. And, you know, just really good movie showing real life and everything. Mm -hmm. um, so his next project that just got announced that he, he's been working on without anyone knowing. It's independently financed and produced. Uh, just kind of one of those things. Oh, we're in this weird COVID times, but I still want to do some work. Uh, so he's been making this movie called Red Rocket. But no one really knows what it is um, or what the plot James is. James Harden. No, but the reason why I think it's important I want uh, for you to know about it is that it's starring Simon Rex of the scary movie films and, you know, the rapper Dirt Nasty. 
Oh, yeah. So I haven't seen him in a while. I don't think since Scary Movie. <laughs> yeah. So I'm I'm definitely intrigued by this. That I don't think it's just like it's just a random thing. Like, oh, that's the guy who's in the movie. I kind of feel like this is intentional that uh, he sought out Simon Rex here. And that's probably a good thing. This could be a really wild project. So when is that due out? Uh, well, th- they said they they're deep into filming already before ever anyone knowing. So uh, probably sometime next year. Hmm. Interesting. And, and since it said it's independent, what that tells me is it's going to be bought by a streaming service. Oh, for sure. I already anticipate like Amazon. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, that could be a an interesting story of some something weird. That's story. what I'm expecting. I don't, I have no idea. It's going to be <laughs> bizarre. Real I weird. Imagine. Yeah. And and I like that shit. So. Yeah, it could be good. Okay. All right, and uh, one more. Uh, thing there's a spin-off to a movie that i uh solved within 90 seconds just watching the uh the trailer for now before we give too much away oh yeah all i think you had to do is go live in a movie theater or go live by a river boom you're safe talking yeah. of course about the quiet place yeah so a quiet place was a, a surprise hit that's like three years ago now at this point it's crazy it's that old it's gotta be yeah uh, the Quiet Place Part Two. Remember that was supposed to come out in like March. It's one of those uh, limbo movies where no one no, knows so when quiet. that's quiet. No one even saw it. No one heard yeah, it. No one knows when that's ever going to come out again. Um, the year twenty twenty five. But they they're already committed to doing another movie in the series, not a Quiet Place Part Two, but some a spinoff that takes place in the same world. I assume with the same monsters, uh, and they still haven't solved it. So you said. You had this grand idea, but if they're going to keep telling stories about this world. Well, I don't have an idea to solve it. I just know how to live amongst them. Yeah. But I feel like, didn't that girl solve it in the first one? You just make a really loud, uh, uh, like high piercing sound and you transmit that across the globe and they explode. You would think, and uh, you would think it'd be part of A Quiet Place Part 2, but seeing as that move, that movie is just not out, we don't know. We'll never know. So I don't know what this means. This is like the new Tremors. They're going to make nine of these. Yeah. Um, Well, did you watch The Mandalorian? I was just going to say, speaking of Tremors. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, that was uh, I was thinking about that as well as, yeah, A Quiet Place and the. How you uh, kill certain monsters, but. Yeah, well, uh, so that's all we have uh, until we get into what we've been watching. uh, Unless you have anything else to add, Andy. No. All right. Well, before we get into what we've been watching, that portion of the pod is brought to you by our good friends at Simple Doggy, the dog leash that is quicker and easier, and it works with your dog's current collar or harness. And if you head to Tony's Take, not Tony's Take, SimpleDoggy.com, I confused there, and uh, use promo code Tony. That is T-O-N-Y. You'll get 25% off and free shipping. So head to simpledoggy.com. That's two G's and plug in promo code Tony for 25% off and free shipping. Because guys, it's the dog leash you've been waiting for. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's all I have, Andy, for uh, for what I've been watching is The Mandalorian. I I'd said last week that I started from chapter one. And uh, so watched through the whole first season and caught up on the first two episodes of this new season. 
And yeah, I was thinking the exact same thing. So they're calling that thing spoiler alerts here. They're calling that thing a dragon. It's like, well, that's a tremor. <laughs> this is a gigantic yeah. one. A graboid. A graboid. That's what they're called. Remember the yeah, tremor? I was expecting. Yeah. Oh, that's what the monsters were called. The movie was called tremors, but yeah, I haven't seen those in quite some time. I think I've told the story on here before of uh, a camp out in my backyard. I'm like 13 years old or something and uh, had the 13 inch uh, TV VCR combo. And of course, we're watching Tremors in the tent, ran a power cord out there with that TV. And I don't know if we shook the TV or what, uh, or it was just kaput, but the VHS tape got stuck in the VCR and uh, IE the first ever Netflix was created. That's a video on demand of one video, but nonetheless, you could watch it whenever you wanted. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's a good movie, so that's a good one to get stuck. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, the man, the Mandalorian <laughs> featured the, the crate dragon, which is, it's a real thing. Uh, that's yeah. The look best. out for them. They, they okay. pop up uh, every couple of years. By that, I mean it's a like pre-existing George Lucas creation. Um, there was you see the bones of it uh, at one point, I believe, in one of the earlier films. Well, doesn't one of them eat in the uh, Job of the Hut one? Something come that out of is, the sand and eat someone. That is a Sarlacc pit. Okay. So the world of Star Wars has so many crazy. Uh, um. Yeah, I mean, right now he's helping some frog lady with her eggs. Yeah, which also had was very reminiscent of another classic monster movie with the the eggs. They opened up just like the alien eggs. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, pretty much kind of very much the same. So I I think that's what this show does. I don't think it's I don't even know if I'll say the Mandalorian's a good show, but it knows it's just making like things, you know, like things like genre that seems familiar. I'd call it an enjoyable show. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely, I mean, it's well-made, well-crafted and everything, but as far as like the actual things that are going on is very much like just ripping off over other things, but adding the star Wars layer to it. Like, I mean, at this point, the Mandalorian is Batman. He's just Batman, right? He just got gadgets and he fights people too much. I mean, I guess he kills them. So that's why he's not Batman, but he's, he's basically like Batman. He's just a Western. He's a cowboy. Yeah, but he has Batman gadgets. Yeah. Yeah. And then, the, yeah, the story there, the first one was such a, um, you know, basic Western story of like, oh, the sheriff of the town that's dying and you got to help him out. And it's like. I knew that was Timothy <laughs> Oliphant the second I heard his voice. Yeah. he. I think at this point, his agent's like, hey, do you want to be in this thing? He's like, what's the character? And they're like. Oh, he's not a cop. And he's like, well, then I don't want to do it. Yeah. Only because he's in Fargo right now. And he's also a U.S. Marshal Uh in Fargo. And it's like, okay, that's all you do. Well, he wasn't a traveling salesman before. (laughs) Yeah. That was a prior career, too. Yeah. He also was a porn producer at one point. This is true. (laughs) Yeah. But as of late, he's like, I just want to be a marshal. That's it. He was a cowboy in a. Tarantino's movie. Yeah, it's basically a Marshall, right? Yeah. <laughs> so that, that's all he does. But uh, I'm, I'm glad he did. I'd like to like to have him there in that first episode. It was fun. Yeah. But it was just like it was basically Tremors, but a little bit shorter and no Kevin Bacon, which 
They should have had Kevin Bacon in there. I know they could have got him. Yeah, he would. He would do it. He's got to be a fan, right? Mm-hmm. What all you been watching, Andy? Um. Yeah, I got a few more things. Um. I did finish the Eurovision Song Contest. And, Congratulations. Um. Not much changed in my opinion of it. There's there were some good moments, but um. I think I, I say it's it's a two and a half out of five or five out of ten, whatever whatever scale you want to use. Mm-hmm. It's it's passable. there. Like Will Ferrell just doesn't he doesn't have it anymore. But he'd be very still... disappointed if I paid to see that movie in theaters. Yeah. Um I did enjoy the um there's an American American tourist and they're college students, and I believe they're from ASU, which made it uh, more funny. But they were they were a good part of it. I enjoyed that. Yeah. But yeah, it's just not it's Will Ferrell doesn't have the top of the line stuff anymore. Um he needs a new writing partner. Yeah. I also watched uh, Good Boys on HBO Max. Oh, nice. So I don't know why it took so long to watch this because I definitely wanted to watch it when it came out in theaters last year. Um, but I've been holding off and worth the wait. It's That's a good, good one. Yeah. I I was impressed that the concept there, um, that it, it's literally just, oh, it's super bad, but like younger kids instead. Yeah, they're like 12. And it's just, it doesn't even attempt to not be that. And then at the end I saw, oh, produced by Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg. And I'm sure this wasn't their idea, but the people who did have this idea were like, we have to go to them and get, at least have make them producers because this is. Yeah, so out of respect, we have to bring <laughs> yeah. you guys in. Uh, but it was, it, it, it works really well. It has um, funny like bit actors and stuff in it. I liked uh, Will Forte in the beginning. I'll watch I'll, I'll be excited anytime I see him pop up in anything, even if it's something small. And uh, Stephen Merchant. Or the- yeah, yeah, that was great. I, I wasn't expecting that. And that, that was, was a good scene. Yeah. Um, and then so uh, a funny thing is, so last week I talked about watching Dr. Sleep and how I watched the director's cut. Yeah. And some of the differences. So one of the differences I didn't mention was, um, you remember when they capture the kid and like kill him? Yeah. So... In the director's cut, that scene's like way more violent where like their whole point is basically they need to torture the kid because he he gives off more energy being tortured rather than just being killed. And so like they really show it of like the guy continually poking him and just like him screaming. And so the kid in that scene is the kid from Good Boys. That's uh, the Tremblay. Yeah. Okay. I thought I remember that. Yeah. Who's had had quite a career. Guy's had quite a career, starting in a room. Yeah, he was in the Predator movie. Um, now, Good Boys. Um, and he's I, only like even like now only like fifteen or something. I don't even know if that like they're supposed to be sixth grade in this. I think he's probably like eleven. I have to look this yeah. up. Yeah, but I I do wonder if it's going to be like a Macaulay Culkin situation where we'll never see from him again. He's fourteen. He, all right. He actually just turned 14 last month. All right. So he's pretty, pretty young. Oh, he's filming The Little Mermaid and he'll be. And flounder. he was also in Wonder. Yeah. That was that movie where he had no face or whatever. Yeah. He had a deformity. <laughs> Which that was just a remake of that other one that was from like the 80s. Yeah. That kid has uh, had a pretty good career already, which is nuts. Yeah. Canadian. That, therefore, I don't know if he's going to. I mean, he might go the way of Justin Bieber, but I think. More than likely not. 
Yeah, they don't seem to have too many problems. They're just professionals. They just get it done. And you got to teach a class like in like two years. It's like, wow. Good for oh, you. it says he was he was in The Last Man on Earth playing the younger version of Phil Miller, who is Will Forte, who played his father in this movie. Look at that. And the black kid was also in The Last Man on Earth. Hmm. Uh, uh, that show was pretty solid. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it didn't. Uh, it went away and it kind of. It's like that's fine. Yeah, One of those things where it 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 had a good life. I watched that because I had just gotten Hulu, and it's like, well, you have to watch this show and that show and this. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. All right. Well, the last thing. This is also on HBO Max, and it's very uh, similar to a film that we just wrote on the last episode. Oh, terrific! But, uh, I watched The Way Back, the Ben Affleck basketball coach movie. So a little weekend at HBO at your place, huh? Yeah. I mean, they were, I was going like, which one should I watch? They're both on my list, but I started one at seven o'clock. So when I was done, I just watched the next one. I liked that one. I mean, they don't make enough like good basketball movies anymore. Yeah, there was, it was pretty good on basketball stuff, but there's a couple things that were weird. Like the one guy's like, well, that's our six man. And then there was like a point where like in their first game, he pulls the guy and puts in the six man and the coach is like, you're benching me. And it's like, do you guys not realize like in basketball, you constantly rotate guys in and out. It was like, yeah. it was like the six man is the emergency player in case someone is like, no, 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 that you don't, you don't only have six guys on a basketball team. <laughs> like You only That's have five true. at once, but you have a full team. It was, it was strange. Um, I mean, all in all of things that they could have had go wrong. That wasn't the biggest deal. No, but also, I mean, if you don't know, like the whole premise is like Ben Affleck's playing a broken man. And uh, what's what's nice is they don't reveal it. it like why? It just like, you know, there's something off with him. Um, and he becomes a coach of this high school team. Uh, and he's but he hasn't really actually sorted his life out. And he is just horribly abusive to the referees and would not last at all. <laughs> There's no way he would get away with half the stuff he was saying. Yeah, and I mean, even Father Pat would have said, "That's enough." <laughs> yeah. So corn dogs. Um, but uh, I think Ben Affleck really wanted to top his brother. This this uh, movie reminded me a lot of Manchester by the Sea, which Casey Affleck won an Oscar for. A very similar premise of like a broken man, kind of re-entering the world and they don't tell you right up front why he's messed up and you kind of you know learn little things as it goes on and um yeah that, that was i think the best moment of this movie was when you like actually find out like why he's a mess and it was like it's way better than to just like have that up front that you find that out probably two yeah. thirds through the movie it's way more powerful I agree, and you know, get you more emotionally invested, and then curious instead of, oh yeah, that sucks. Yeah, and uh, I think I think the other part, without spoiling too much, is that it's not the it becomes well, it's the sports part of it is not really even relevant anymore. This is really, um, it's not about the sports team winning the championship against the bad guys. It's hey, like, it is for me, Andy. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's there, but it's like. You know, he doesn't, he doesn't get to have, it's not, it doesn't, it doesn't wrap up cleanly, you know, because yeah. that's just how it works. That, that like happy ending doesn't, isn't how it always works. So 
they're just not going to give that to you. And yeah. And it's depressing at times, like him, him always going to that like dive bar and it's just like so uncomfortable watching that stuff and seeing how people just don't know how to deal with that. Yeah. So I thought it was, it was very um, authentic. Look at those issues of sad alcoholics. It's a rough life for him. And it was also filmed a lot in uh, your current hometown. Yeah, actually, I think the whole story is supposed to be in Long Beach, right? Because he, he works at the port. It was, yeah, it was Long Beach, San Pedro area. So some shots were in Long Beach somewhere in San Pedro there. I watched that a couple of months back before I even was living here, I, I want to say. Uh, so it's not too fresh in my mind, but my girlfriend knew. You know, hey, oh, I know that street, blah, 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 that kind of stuff. Uh, yeah. yeah, that sounds familiar. That yeah, was a good movie. Yeah. And it, you don't you don't need to know basketball to um, I was going to say enjoy it, but I don't even know if it's an enjoyable movie. It's good, but it's entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. It's not as like um, schmaltzy as like a hardball or something. Yeah. Which is a classic. That's a classic sports movie. But like those are so like cheesy and everything. Yeah. No, this is a little different one than that. This is more authentic is what I'll say. There you go. Anything else to add? Uh, That's that's it for what I've watched. All right. Well, I think that'll wrap us up for episode 192 of the Tony's Take podcast. Make sure you hit that subscribe button, share with a friend, and check out our sports pod. But uh, I'm Sean, and joined with me, we had Off-Road Slam Dunk Andy. Thank you. See you later.